Welcome back to the Vine Conversations podcast. I'm Zach Nielsen, one of the pastors at the Vine, the Vine Church in Madison, Wisconsin. And here in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, the weather is warm and nice in contrast to five months out of the year when it's not as nice and there's snow and cold and people kind of just hole up in their homes. It's not like that right now. And that's gotten me thinking about the idea of evangelism and our call as Christians to be making disciples and seeking to be faithful to make disciples. And so what that means is, part of what that means should be that we're sharing our faith. And for a lot of us, myself very much included, that's a struggle. And it involves fear and insecurity and I don't know what to say and what if they ask me a hard question or um, what if they reject me? All this stuff is real, and there's biblical answers to that that I'm not going to get into today. But what I wanted to talk about is just simply a basic structure that you can think about as you think about evangelism and trying just trying to be faithful, just trying to be faithful. I I know that God has not gifted me. In the Bible, there is a stated gift of evangelism. There's people that are just gifted uniquely by God, like... I might be uniquely gifted as a musician. You might be uniquely gifted as a mathematician. Um, There are people that are uniquely gifted by God based on how he's wired them uh, to be teachers, to be um, really hospitable, to have uh, the gift of faith, to just trust God for things. And along those lines, there's people that have the gift of evangelism. But even if you don't, there should be a desire to share your faith and to be able to, as first Peter three fifteen says, give a, an answer for the hope that you have, meaning the hope that Jesus is King, the, the knowledge that that's true, that he will return to make all things right. And that our trust in that is well-founded because of what has happened in history in the cross and in the empty tomb. And so for those of us that struggle Um, there's a structure that I think about that I would call the three P's, like the letter P, um, to pursue faithful evangelism. And there's three things that, that kind of start with the letter P that are super simple, but I've seen them bear fruit over the years in my life for a guy who would say that. I definitely don't have the gift of evangelism. I think God has given me other gifts, but evangelism is not one of them. Yet I still want to be faithful. I want to be faithful to testify to the beauty and the goodness of of King Jesus and who he is and what he's done in history. So that being said, uh, the first P, super simple, but it jumps off the page if you're reading the, the book of Acts, is prayer. Prayer. Like, have you just simply asked God to provide you with opportunities, to open your eyes to the, the opportunities that are in front of you. Um, we've seen over the years that when we continually pray, habitually pray, that God answers that prayer. He loves to answer prayers that are in accordance with his will. And seeing more disciples made is clearly biblically in accordance with his will. 
And so it doesn't often happen in the timetable that I would like to see, but it does happen. Um, we pray a lot that God would, would give us opportunities, that we would see him um, raise the spiritually dead, and may he use us if he's so willing. Um, and so I think a lot of times people just forget prayer as a starting point. They just want to think about strategy or beat themselves up for like what they're not doing in evangelism as opposed to, man, I'm just going to ask God on repeat to show me opportunities, to open my eyes to where they are. I think another aspect of prayer, for me at least, is to ask God to give me a genuine love for people. And that really helps you not treat people like projects, treat people like you're a means to my evangelistic end because I'm trying to prove that I'm a good Christian and good Christians share their faith. And so ultimately, this isn't out of love for you. This is just simply me trying to prove to myself that I'm a quote, good Christian. Like that makes evangelism just kind of sleazy and greasy and, and gross. But I've, I've felt that way before that I can make people into projects because I got something to prove. And that's a justification issue. That's a gospel issue on my part. But the way I combat that is like, God, my heart's kind of messed up here. Um, I'm going to confess that to you. Would you help me have a heart that wants to share my faith because I genuinely, genuinely love people and, and care about them? So that's another aspect of, the, of prayer, that, that, that my heart would be genuine. Opportunities and, and have a genuine heart of love. That my evangelism would flow out of love for people and nothing else. Ultimately, God's glory, that he would be glorified in the saving of, of sinners and that there'd be more people that, that we love and care about that would testify to that. So the first P of the three P's is pray. Uh, the second one is be present. Be present. And what does that mean? It just simply means you need to have a, a presence with unbelievers. And so the opposite of this would be, I never show my face in the neighborhood. I'm never involved in anything in the community. I never um, have my kids involved in anything in the community. Um, I, I, you know, there's, there's hardly anybody that just lives in their house or their apartment and never interacts with other human beings. Um, if you have a job, that's different from mine. Uh, I only hang out with Christians at my job, but most people aren't like me as a pastor. And so if you have a job, you're hanging out with people that probably don't know Jesus. And so you're present. Um, but you know, there's lots of other ways to do this. Like for me, I have, um, an athletic hobby that I spend five hours a week on where I hang out with unbelievers all the time. I mean, it's built into my schedule five, six hours a week. Other people are like front yard people and they're just outside in the summer, um, maybe even in the winter. Uh, and they're just hanging out. They're present in the neighborhood all the time intentionally. And that's going to be different for everybody. But in some way, you should ask yourself, how am I present with unbelievers? Um, how am I present with unbelievers? And so thinking about that, being really thoughtful about that and, and, and asking God to help you in that, going back to number one in prayer. Is, is step number two. Just be present. You have to be present. Um, these are really, really simple, like kind of no-brainer principles. But I've seen these things bear fruit. And then thirdly, it's called 
present yourself as a Christian. So pray, be present, and then present yourself as a Christian. What does that mean to present yourself as a Christian? Well, for me, oftentimes I feel this pressure of like, I got to somehow shoehorn a gospel presentation into whatever conversation we're talking about. And, um, so like some people call this the Jesus juke. That was a, a term from like a famous blog post back when people read blogs, uh, in like the, uh, the early two thousands and stuff, actually the 2010s probably. And, uh, the Jesus juke would be kind of like, uh, I, I do jujitsu and you um, put another person's body into a very harmful position where they're forced to, quote, tap out. And a Jesus juke would be like, hey, um, I just tapped you out. That was uncomfortable, wasn't it? Well, guess what is even more uncomfortable? The wrath of God for your sin. It's just like out of nowhere, like just feels like you're shoehorning it into the conversation and it just feels awkward and it doesn't feel like this person, like, like God, God saves people through bad evangelism all the time. Um, look at the book of Jonah, worst evangelist ever, 600,000 got saved. That doesn't mean that we should, shouldn't be thoughtful about good evangelism. And so the Jesus Duke approach, uh, I wouldn't recommend because I don't think it communicates love for the person. And, and that's really, really important. We know that is true biblically. So as opposed to that, what, what I find myself doing a lot is just talking about my faith in a way that's not first kind of confrontational. Like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? But more just like, yeah, you know what? I'm a pastor. Or, hey, I've got my city group uh, from church that I'm going to tonight. Or, yeah, we were. I've got these friends... Um, you might know this friend of mine. Uh, oh, you work at Epic? Oh, yeah, I've got a, a bunch of friends from church who work at Epic. So it's basically just presenting myself as a Christian, making it known that I am a Christian. Another classic way would be like, man, I've been praying, just saying to someone, I've been praying about X, Y, and Z. Um, and, you know, and then just letting it sit there. And what I've seen is oftentimes that usually leads to other questions. Sometimes it doesn't, and that's okay. But like, if I say something like, man, I'm going to be uh, going to church for this thing uh, on Sunday night. We have this really important meeting, da, 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 So I can't come to your thing that you invited me to. That person might say, oh, you go to church. Where do you go to church? And I just say, I go to the vine. And they're like, so what's that? What's that like? Tell them. And then I might just say, because we're talking about it, uh, do you have any like spiritual convictions? Uh, do you have any convictions that you have based on your journey in your life. And what I've seen oftentimes happens is that leads to a gospel presentation one way or another where, where they'll share what they believe. And because they've shared what they believe, I get to share what I believe. And it doesn't feel forced or weird. It feels really organic and natural and loving. I'm listening to them. They're listening to me. And um, it just kind of goes organically from there. I'm not following some script. I'm trying to follow where it seems like love is taking me and what's happening in the moment. And I'm praying all the while that God would help me by a spirit. And so I just find that that kind of takes the pressure off. Um, for so much of my life, evangelism um, has felt like pressure that I somehow can't seem to, to live up to 
the standard that I have in my head and I get really nervous and sometimes I can get competitive. Like, no, I need to prove to you that I'm right and that you're wrong. And that, that doesn't work. And so presenting myself as a Christian, I've just seen over the years that that um, not being afraid to talk like a Christian, like, and, and, and without asking for them to agree or disagree, but just like, I, I would even go so far as to say something like the horrors of what's happening maybe in the world today of like Ukraine and Russia and the slaughter over there and saying something like, you know, this is one of the reasons why I'm a Christian. Cause ultimately I know that in the midst of, you know, maybe a complete lack of justice that happens in war, there will be justice ultimately. And, and that's going to happen when God sees fit. Um, ultimate justice will happen one day when he returns. And that's my conviction as a Christian. And, and that helps me um, make sense of the world and have hope in this world that wrongs will ultimately be righted. Like I could say something like that and just whether they respond or not, it's, it's okay. But I'm just testifying to who I am as a Christian. I'm presenting myself as a Christian. And I think most people, for the most part, like they respect that. And uh, especially if you're somebody, you know, that you have a, a good faith relationship with. And, um, so man, I I think those three P's pray, be present and present yourself as a Christian can be a framework that really helps you as you engage those that don't know Jesus. So I just commend it to you. Um, I think the first one is the most important to be habitually praying. Um, be thinking about how you use your time and where you, where you're present and then how you use your words and how do you make it known that you are Christian, um, unashamedly. And uh, pray that God would use that to take things to the next step, which usually it does, in my in my opinion, in my experience. So I just want to share this this short podcast with you about evangelistic strategy of the three P's. Uh, let me know what you think. If you find it helpful, and uh, if there's any testimonies uh, that you want to share that flow from this, we would love to hear it. We'll see you next time. Okay.